Welcome everybody to Show Us Your Tips, previewing midweek racing uh, for the 7th of October 2020. Just me flying alone this week, the Beaver's indisposed, so I am docking his pay this week. But apart from that, we're going to look at two, cra- at least one cracking midweek card and an uh, interesting card at Bendigo. Uh, but we'll kick off in Sydney as usual, where we're racing at Warwick Farm, a good four. Uh, minimal, some rain on the way, but... Uh, Struggling to hit two mil, so anticipating the track to play pretty fair. Uh, so a couple of cracking races later in the card. The first one isn't one of them, though, where I'm going to look towards the 1,400-metre three-year-old set weight maiden. Uh, a tough way to start the day. I'm just thinking here that uh, Nash going on to Hot Spring Gold at $3.80 gives it the advantage here. Uh, I'm anticipating with the track playing... Fair enough, I'm hoping, because uh, I found a few leaders later in the day. Uh, I'm thinking this one can sit probably leaders back from this gate. Uh, Abdullah will go forward on only mine. Uh, the New South Wales maps have Rapids going forward, but it went like a bit of a slug in its trial. So I'm just thinking Hot Spring Gold made a long run. Half look gone at the, on the turn, just made a long searching run later in that race the couple weeks back at Kenzo. And here it can hopefully salute first with... Uh, Oh, was it Ken? Where are we here? Yeah, Kenzo. It was a Kenzo form there. Uh, and hopefully can do the job for us first. We get into the second race of the day where um, it is an awful, awful staying race. A benchmark 72 on paper. I think I had it listed as, in fact, the highest rated horse here is a, a 63 rater, uh, which um, I had thought I'd been clever in finding wristband as the only. Is the only horse to have had the 2,400-metre lead-up back from down south, but um, given it's now favourite in the market, I'm obviously not that clever. Uh, so I'm going to lean towards Total Recall. I know it's coming out of a three-year-old, a three-horse race at Hawkesbury, but uh, my default position, and I've had some success doing it of late, is to find the leader in these sorts of races, and I think that'll lead... Um, it went through the line nicely at Hawkesbury, and I think can lead all the way here as well uh, in a in a sad race which I probably shouldn't have been really bothered talking about uh, Ripper race race 3 though the clash of Daniki and Malkovich uh, as well as a couple of other last start winners uh, including Ballistic Lover here I was with Daniki first up I'm actually just and it, it was headed at the 200 it fought back really well strong through the line and these Newnham horses tend to, to stay strong all the way through there Prep, I'm just taking the opinion that Malkovich might be able to sit on its back or just outside lead and bully it here. Hopefully, eyeball it uh, much further than it would want to be and uh, and just put it out of play. I'm leaning towards Malkovich at the fastest time of the wild races, which we can tie the um, other one here through on the same day, Ballistic Lover, and fastest time that Nikki did at Warwick Farm as well. Um... So just going with Makovic, now it's had the breakthrough to continue on its way to, uh, this afternoon. Race four is a ripper. Borderline uh, could be a, a black type race here, going around on a Wednesday. We see the return of um, Valami, California Zimbols, a horse with some talent. Uh, pandemic and tactical advantage coming back from taking on Classic Legend on a Saturday. And race four, I'm going to go with Valami. I thought the trials were okay. Uh, I think it gets control here. I think it does what it did to California Zimbol 
when they met at Rose Hill back in the autumn. And I think just crosses here, gets control, and hopefully first up will be too good. Um, with her just in front of, um, obviously, Zimbal Pandemic, I'm against favourite in the market. I didn't like its trials. I thought the trials were a bit plain. And ever since that brilliant win, uh, first up last prep, it's it's just sort of um, plotted around since then. So Valami to lead all the way throughout in the fourth. Race five. I'm going to stick with Royal Marine here. Uh, Night Witches, so I can see why it's been back, but it's now very short. Um, but comes through the form line with uh, Invitian, who's since won twice. And uh, the horse that beat it, where are we? Behind, uh, oh, Jay Valley obviously went to the um, the Group 1 race on the weekend. Uh, but just taking that on, I'm just going to go with Royal Marine, hopefully getting a run... The maps have it leading here. Hopefully have it not too much pressure. Potentially can sit um, on the back of Rockamore, who's drawn outside it and might come across and give it an opportunity to um, sit just off. I'll have liked both its wins. I think that Miles going to suit it and I am going to stick solid there with Royal Marine. As we look towards the Quaddy Lakes. And where are we? Hmm. That was, in fact, the first leg of the Quaddy. Sorry. Interesting race, the six as well. Uh, benchmark 72 for the girls. No real interest here. I thought Willow Hart back from Saturday grade uh, is here to run well. Um, and I also will be having something on List and Varna at the $26 in a race where uh, a lot of the ones closer in the market I just can't get too excited about. Largely leaving that race alone. And let's finish up. With where are we? Race seven is the benchmark seventy eight over the fourteen hundred meters. I could have liked Navy crossing this race, um, but uh, as I've said last week, Quaid Crow leaves me a little bit cold at the moment. Um, so I'm gonna back the favourite here, Petronius. I think it's one of the better bets of the day, and I think it. Probably, again, as I said earlier, found a few leaders here. think it gets largely control of this race or sits on the back of Navy Cross and uh, is the best horse in this race and should get the job done here. We'll wrap up the day in the last... Uh, just looking here now. Any late scratchings? No. In a, a race I'm not too keen to get that involved with. Uh, I will have something there on Caraquini. Still at $31. Uh, really liked its run last start. Uh, we just got pipped by Hulk on the line. It spent a lot of his time at Canterbury, so it's actually a bit silly because it's not a horse that I would think can actually win at Canterbury anytime there's a leader bias. But if we can run on here, hopefully Sam Clipperton can get the job done for his gate 13 at very large odds to wrap up the day. Uh, in summary, for my thoughts on the Warwick Farm meeting, I'm going to make my best of the day, Valami. Best value, Royal Marine. And we'll do a quaddy on the fly because uh, we're just flying by the seat of our pants here. Race, uh, leg one will be one, three, and nine. Uh, one, eight, and nine, leg one. Leg two, two, three, four, five, ten, eleven. 
Money Magic was a horse I was actually interested in race six, but the trial didn't overly thrill me. Uh, three and seven in the second last leg. And come home now with two come along. Six Garrison, who had run one quite well at Wang last start. Nine, ten, twelve, thirteen. And I'll put up the percentage when I get to editing this video for the Warwick Farm meeting there. Um, we head down south to Bendigo again with the uh, Friday nights now. Not the strongest midweek racing, uh, but a bit of a better card than uh, it we've seen we saw last week at Ballarat at least. Uh, I'll just touch on a few bets here quickly. In the first, a thousand metre maiden. I liked the trial and subsequent jump out of the debutante far enough. It was uh, under a hold in finishing fourth in a trial at Cassidon. It's coming to a, a very weak looking maiden race here at Bendigo. And I think on debut can get the job done here. I should mention good four at Bendigo. There's some rail in the way, uh, rain on the way. Rail in the three metre mark. But I think uh, traditionally Bendigo is the long home train, long home run in. Plays pretty well. Race to the maiden here. I'm going to just spec one at double figure odds. I liked the run last start of Willette's uh, number six. I like the way Jason Maskill's riding at the moment. I like the fact it's coming through. Chased, it's at three wide chasing home. Ain't no deal done. Who would have been a Derby favourite, but I think it's now out for the spring. And Perennial, who's a horse, still a maiden, but I think it's got a future. Uh, Peter Moody horse, and one that I've, I've actually black booked. But uh, double figure odds here will let can run well. Leave me out of race three. Race five, benchmark 70. It's a ripper race. The clash of uh, Ocular and. Are we here? Who beat it last start? Yulong Storm, who was impressive up the straight at the midweek Flemington meeting, as well as Lunicorn and some other talent horses. Uh, and the Gouch, who's been dominant here last start. I'm going to have to tip Ocular again, I think. Here, didn't handle the straight. Apparently pulled up lame as well in the stewards report. Had the SP in the lead up and uh, is will run better here than it did uh, in getting beaten a couple of lengths. That said, uh, Yulong Storm had all on his last start against it. It um, was dominant and can only take improvement from that. Uh, got to take the, despite the SP, I'm taking that win at face value and is the obvious danger in that race for me. Interesting to see where Lunicorn's at this prep because the first up run was, the jury was a little bit out. 2400 metre staying race is the six. The two McAvoy runners look to have the race. Pretty much in the keeping there, so I'm not going to try and split them right now. But I will go to race 7 though, the benchmark 70 over the mile. Where we see uh, my bet in this race, Somerset Morn scratched. So that's not helping anyone. Uh, just having a quick look here. Uh, so with that out, hard to know what to make of the run of Steamboat Rock last start. Uh, potentially could forgive there off the SP. It just didn't travel at all. Perhaps got too far back in a slowly run race. And um, I think Damien Oliver will be more proactive knowing the horse having hit, had a ride on it now. Um, but now a tougher race with that favourite out, who um, I'm guessing has probably been saved for better things. 
Tough race to finish the day, race eight. But I'm going to actually use spec one here. Make it my best of the day. Uh, Casa del Sol. It's $7.50 at the moment. Draws gate five. Very nice win on debut at Geelong. Now comes to Bendigo, where off the back of chasing Asa home, which Asa led at Sandown, dominated. This comes comes back here to a weaker race. Uh, Oliver books a plus, and I think can finish the day on a winning note for us. I'm going to make that my best of the day at $7.50. My best value of the day comes up in the second race, as discussed. We're in that maiden, currently around 13 or $14, I think's a bet. Quaddy numbers here. Bendigo, this one ready to go. One, four, six, nine, thirteen. Into two, four, and eight. Into five, six, ten, and eighteen. Home with two, four, eight, ten, eleven, and twelve. Now I've included a couple of the scratchings I've just seen that have come out. Uh, so the graphic here now, which you'll be able to see, has the correct percentage of numbers there for everyone. So that's my quick look at the midweek card at Bendigo. And Canterbury, uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes. And, of course, check out Progrip Racing. Uh, plenty of news, opinions up there at the moment. It's only going to grow. Some exciting form features coming in the near future. Stay tuned to that. And hopefully I'll be back with the Beaver to preview Caulfield Guineas Day and the Spring Champion Stakes, where we see, from what I can see, Montefilli is going to back up and hopefully do it again for us. Uh, good luck, punters, this weekend, uh, this week, Wednesday, and uh, catch everyone soon.